Well, Spencer, it has come down to the end. Yes, the end. This will be our last podcast on this table. On this table. Because this weekend, my brother is coming to pick it up. Yeah. And we are going to be done with the table. (laughs) And these chairs. Not our fancy chairs. These ugly ones that are next to the fancy chairs. They will be disposed of properly. <laughs> I feel like it's going to be like that scene from Office Space where you got like an axe and you're just chopping it up and then you just use it for bonfire. There's going to be violence. It's going to be a, a violent endeavor. But you know what? This uh, this old table's got us through... Uh, I hate this fucking table. <laughs> it always is rocking and a banging and a shaking and knocking shit over. But you know what? It has served us well now, these you- 20 years we've been doing this. Uh... Do you have now? Do you have like a table picked out for the for the new place yet? Or I have been looking, and it's really hard to find a good table. It's oh, not yeah. like five hundred dollars. Oh yeah, because the length of this table is perfect. Yes. But see, here's the caveat: one, I don't want one of those kitchen tables that's real high. Yeah, because then we have to be all propped. Like, that's stupid. And two, as our we so we don't have to use these stupid microphones stand special things anymore. I want a table where you can just hook the mics yeah. either to the table, or we get those fancy ones we drill. Rogan style yeah. hole through the table. I will uh, be looking for. The, we might have to use like a fold out table temporarily, like a, like how Collins, you know, yeah. one of those because they're like thirty bucks. But eventually, we will get the table. I am keeping that whiskey news. Oh what yeah, is that, uh, whiskey huh. business. Oh, what letter is that? I'm keeping the whiskey business. Uh, oh poster. yes, of course. Then we'll get a frame for the old Rogan poster. This is we got a place for it now. I yeah. see you got some fancy comic boxes. Yeah, to put my comics in them. You didn't see my bookshelves; they're empty. You, oh. yeah, I didn't see them. You told me the 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 last time I was here that you almost like murdered yourself filling up a box with just some of your books. And yeah, I filled up two of those plastic comic boxes plus the two I already have. So I got four of those things. Two I filled up the other day were just trades, and then I filled up I think two boxes of my fancy books. Yeah, I made sure I'm a bubble wrap and yeah. be nice to those babies. And then uh, another box of uh, paperbacks and stuff. And then I got one more box that I got to get the stragglers. Not everybody fit. <laughs> so, do you are you going to have more boxes for your books than you are for like your clothes or anything else? Oh, yeah. My clothes are going in a garbage bag. <laughs> I'm going to get one of those gigantic leaf garbage bags. That's where the clothes go. Pretty much everything else in my room. <laughs> Just go into garbage bags. The desk, <laughs> the bookshelves, everything will go in the garbage bags. I guess the podcast stuff probably go in a box. Maybe, yeah, probably a good idea. I don't know. At this point, I, don't, I just want to be done with it. And then my fancy booze. I, yeah. I, I got the non-fancy booze boxed up, but the fancy booze needs special care, and I need a box that's a little more sturdy than the one I put the other stuff in. Are you going to keep that uh, cabinet thing there? I was just going to give that to my brother, because I really don't want to have to load that fucking thing. Yeah. And uh, I don't... I think, What am I going to do with it? Because I got a bar now. Yeah. I'm going to have a bar. That's where my booze is going, so I won't use it for that. And, uh, I don't know. She wants her modernized dining room setup, so. What's that mean? I don't know. I don't know. White people. Nonsense. You know. Live, love, laugh. Laugh, love, live. Whatever the. Art deco. Yeah. Fancy things. Words on walls. Lazy Susans. You got any lazy, lazy Susans in that kitchen? Not yet. The word, uh,. Pub bar and coffee bar and hutch were in conversation okay. for the, the 
I don't even know, the dine, dinette? What do you call the little mini dining room that's not the dining room? The kitchenette? Maybe. It's the, the breakfast many, area. How many rooms you got in this house? Not much like, bigger than like, this house, like, but... Like 18? No. Just, just walled off in smaller areas. <laughs> it's got 37 rooms, but each room is like smaller than the bathroom we have here. <laughs> it's just, they're all like closets. All closets. I don't think anybody cares about what we're talking about. Should probably end this gold open on that, huh? Sorry, folks. I didn't mean to bore you, but it's exciting news for us, as we'll have a professional studio. I already mapped out the corner. Going to have some... We'll, we'll pitch in on those uh, sound dampening yes. wall things. I don't think those are very expensive. No. Tables, that, that's the fucked up. Mic, mixer, like everything that we bought for the stupid podcast, the most expensive thing is going to be the fucking <laughs> table. Yeah. Mis amigos, you are listening to the Drunken Pen Writing Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb James. With me today, Spencer, the DC Ding Dong Church. <laughs> we, were, we were discussing because, you know, the Washington Redskins are changing their name because apparently it took till 2020 to realize that having a racial slur as your nickname is probably a bad idea. Go figure. Right. Um, not that anybody gives a shit about the Washington Redskins to begin with. Or should they? Yeah. Apparently, Snyder, oh, by the time this episode drops, he might already be in jail or fired or whatever, but apparently they're going to try to force him to sell his team because today there's supposed to be some article dropping about some bad things he did. Oh, the owner of the yeah. Um I'm assuming it's going to be like a Donald Sterling situation, either racist or sexist or something or other. So, Well, I'm sure, it, I'm sure you can take any... Uh, any owner from any sports team. Any old white billionaire rich guy. And just find some shit. Because once you, like, even like Mark Cuban, I'm sure if you dug deep enough, you could find some shit that get Mark Cuban canceled, like. Oh, you can cancel anybody if you try hard enough. I mean, when you, when you have that much money, yeah. you can't help but to get into some, to some bad shit that you don't want to, you know? It just, you can't help it. It happens. I feel like you could be, like, you know, not a racist rapist though apparently not you think that would be a thing you didn't have to do if you were a billionaire it's like you don't have to be a raper but i guess because it comes so easy at that point it's like hey my buddy jeff he has this airplane and he'll fly us to this fancy island <laughs> jeff what, what's his last name uh don't worry about it it's a good place we lots of ladies ladies yeah young ladies well how young it's ladies don't worry <laughs> about it and then things go down south Apparently that lady is uh, still alive, surprisingly. Again, by the time this episode releases, that could have just probably be like two weeks. So that may change that. Uh, what's her name? It's like a weird name. Gislame or something. That The Epstein's uh, mistress lady. Anyway, we're, we're not here to talk about gross stuff like that. Well, we're here to talk about other gross stuff. Uh, maybe. Today's episode's going to be a fun one. 18 weird comic books that should be movies. We did weird comics. I don't even remember if it was on the podcast. I know we have articles about it on the Drunken Pain Writing website if you want to check that out. Spencer wrote it. It's not viral, but some of his articles, very viral. <laughs> Only one. Viral in the way that is more like a venereal disease. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, and whenever you think it's finally gone, yeah. it's just, bam, snap back. Viral like the coronavirus. <laughs> not good. You got a comment on that right before we started the podcast. I got an email. 
Oh yeah. Want me to read it on there? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, I must have because they're always so nice. Yeah. I must have. I didn't see that one. I normally get an alert. I didn't oh, notice. Fuck. Hold on. I deleted. It. Let me go to the the website. It's drunken pen writing, right? Not cock whores nineteen. No. What is that? No, that's the sister site. Sister site. Yeah. Yeah. Spencer writes more for that site than our site these days. Uh, here we go. I forgot there's actual comment section. You can just yeah. easily click. So this was from. Quora? I don't know the... It's very simple. Tell me how much of an idiot that I am. Um, um, I can't see the quote because it was on the email. It was in response to some part uh, of your article. I think just the beginning, honestly. But this person just simply said, You missed reality warpers like Raven and Zatanna who have both kicked Superman's ass. Oh my god. <laughs> like, Does nobody read the first paragraph? No, they just go into the number. They I, they really go into the list. Strongest, as in physical yeah, strength, strength, not being able to you specifically say not heroes or villains or anything that can, you know, fucking use magic. Or, and, like, auto-reality or, any, like, Dr. Manhattan stuff, you mm-hmm. know, not, not any of that kind of shit. The comments are slowing down on that one, though. Ten days ago was the last one for that one. That was in reply to something about Superman. We forget doubly powerful beings like the Blue Marvel and Colossus of the X-Men. Men, I say this is gross injustice to Marvel's creations. That was from uh, Tucci, uh, Faceless Avatar. Yeah. I want to mm-hmm. hold on. I want to find one of the bad ones. Oh, that's like one of the first couple ones were really bad. Oh, and this one. What the fuck? Where's Dr. Manhattan? He can manipulate matter, time, and he is invincible. He does not have any weaknesses. He can warp to any reality, teleport, or regenerate from total disintegration. Even reverse flash reverse... Uh, big run on sentence. Even Reverse Flash referred to him as God, and in search of him was almost killed. Uh, again, for for anybody who's interested in this stupid article, it's what <laughs> ten. I always forget the name of it. The ten strongest like Marvel, Marvel and DC like heroes or villains. I think I did. I think I did, did heroes, a, and then I think I did villains. Surprisingly, villain does, villains did not go viral. Yeah. Nobody gave a shit. Heroes super viral. Um, we also had. And dude, oh wait, this is a double post. Oh, triple post. Oh, good lord, this this person was really uh, upset that day. You obviously haven't done your research. Actually, that's what <laughs> even Batman is stronger than Captain America. Okay, yeah, I don't think so. Plus, you've forgotten about DC and Marvel characters who would dominate these guys. And then later. True, but so, oh, he this was guy was the fighting with the other guy. Yeah. I don't have the other guys for some reason. But it's in reply to Flash breaking people's hearts by phasing through them. And this guy says, true, but so can any other speedsters. And you might want to be more specific about your heroes, seeing as there are four different Flashes in DC. <laughs> I just love these fucking nerd battles. <laughs> and dude, how can you forget the presence? A guy with unlimited power. And another person said, you seem to have picked the more well-known superheroes instead of looking for accurate answers. Try to look for more answers instead of picking your childhood favorites. How much were they pushing up the, the glasses? <laughs> well, actually, Superman is not that powerful unless he's under the yellow sun. If he's under the pink sun, he's just very flamboyant. <laughs> and I don't think you want a flamboyant superhero. That is not the American way. Oh, uh, hold on. What, there was a couple. I think I actually deleted the super racist and the just very yeah the 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 very toxic ones. But I did keep people with strong opinions. Yeah. Um, hey, and you know what? I couldn't really tell you half the people on that list right now mm-hmm. off the top of my head without looking at it. No, because you just wrote a bullshit article that you didn't care about <laughs> because I told you to, and, like, and it was like written in what twenty minutes. And like with like the first two weeks of the website. 
Something like that. Oh, man. The, the, folks, if you do really, if you're interested in comic books, like enough to debate dumb, stupid shit like this, there are some very long, long responses to this article and people debating each other in the comments. And some of them are actually kind of funny and informative. Yeah. Like this one, this just goes on about Superman for fucking because. Pa- I'm finding weird correlations here between Captain America and Superman. Yeah. About people, for whatever reason, comparing them. Like, you just automatically said, Captain America is just as strong as Superman, which you did not. No. Anyway, I'm, I'm done with this. I, I don't feel like going through... Just like when I approve these comments, because I have to approve them before they go on. I just... Uh, I'll read them. I'm like, well, they didn't say anything racist or too sexist. I'll let them battle whoever. Yeah. But it's like, why? Why are you so invested in that? And we're not even a comic book website. No. Like, yeah, we no. do have comic book stuff on our website, mainly reviews and some articles. Yeah. But people, like you, I would expect to see that on like Bleeding Cool Comics or something. Not, yeah. not DPW, but they really attached to that one. Like, who knew? I'm pretty sure you might even said that was your opinion, didn't you? In the yeah, it was it's like, not like you were like these are yeah. the top strongest. Like, you're yeah. like this is what I think or yeah, who I think are just the Boot strength, which I the the one comment that I saw that I, I was thinking about commenting back to with the guy he brought up Colossus as like a now Colossus is a, is a valid yeah is, is is a valid because he is like a super just brute strength kind of guy, but still I don't know who he would kick out of you know you know well then also how you know how far are you gonna split these hairs because yeah. Juggernaut is super strong but because of magic yeah so but technically he's just brute strength I mean do you yeah. Would you include him? Like, we, we were just going by Bruce Strength. Because, again, Superman or, technically wouldn't be on the list because he's, the Yellow Sun made him strong. Or, they did this a couple years ago. They did Col- they gave Colossus the power of the Juggernaut. So, he was, like, ju- Juggernaut Colossus. That's awesome. Yeah, just it, metal, metal Juggernaut. Well, he basically, he had, like, the Colossus body, but he had the big dome helmet on it. It looks kind of weird. Does he need the helmet though? If he's got, it's like part of like the 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 the, the crystal charm thingy that gives uh. him, you know. Anyway, back to eighteen weird comic books that should be movies. I didn't mean to go off on a tangent. I know how triggered you get when we talk about that article, Spencer. It's like one day on your tombstone, they'd be like, "Andy had an article that had seventeen point nine million <laughs> views and forty seven thousand comments and- that nobody liked." <laughs> anybody really said good article i approve of all your choices uh the first one on this list queen and country you ever hear this one yes i never uh is it like painted art or is that i think the one on the right that might just be like a cover because if you look on the left like there's a different kind of style based on 70s brit tv series the sandbaggers tells the story of sis operative tara chase Tackling the politics of being a special agent in uh, in in an unforgiving, realistic light, the comics the comic follows the life and hand missions of its operatives. Big screen plot: Tara is sent to infiltrate a gang who have cornered the market in just about every underhand activity taking place in London's hellish underbelly. But will she fall for the charming ways of the gang's leader, Dreamcast Gemma Arterton, James McAvoy, directed by Martin Campbell? Okay. That doesn't sound weird to me at all. What, what was the weirdness of that? I think maybe the weirdness of just it, because I think that's a smaller, like, like from, like, a smaller press. I think when they say weird, at least maybe for this one, is that just, like, 
Uh, not necessarily like the plot would not like Doom Patrol kind of weird, but just like weird as like off the beaten path. Not like uh, I don't approve of that. Not, I don't think that she constitutes weird. Not like a cape, you know, a cape yeah. uh, kind of deal. Yeah, like if this ragtag team of sandbaggers were a bunch of hermaphrodites, <laughs> maybe that would be a little weird. Because you don't come across that too often. I would like to read a story like that. Ooh, then you're write that story, Caleb. You're always telling me to write. You know what? Let's break this up real quick. My writing has plummeted to dog shit levels in the last Whoa. like four. I went on this huge writing streak where I wrote like half a fucking story and I was really feeling it. And then the next like three or four days, nothing, not no output at all. Well, I mean, you guys are kind of in the middle of some shit right now. Yeah, so. but I've had plenty of time to write still. And I just, because it's not like I fucking was packing those days either. I was just like, nah. True. Just want to put out my fucking disappointment in myself. Uh, next up, Gen 13. Now, this has got a long-legged, flat-booted lady in a thong on the back of a green monster robot-looking menacing creature thing. These were uh, one of those early image books that, uh, you know, had a lot of TNA in it. And, so it was like a 90s. Oh, yeah. Because this picture is very 90s. Oh, yeah. I see some pink hair with black hair. I see titties. I see clothes that no woman would ever wear in any generation. But, like... Like, the not the one that's over the shoulder, but the one in the hands. Like, how do clothes wrap around the female form, ex- like, so, uh, so snugly? Yeah, that must be, like, paint. <laughs> Just paint it on. The comic. Five superpower teenagers come together when they are all targeted for annihilation. Why did the 90s think teenagers could save the day? Everything was teenagers. Weren't the Power Rangers, like, teenagers pretty much when they yeah. started? It's like, it's always teenagers. Like, no fucking teenagers can't do shit. Uh, they, get, they get homework. Yeah, they homework. They used to before COVID. Yeah. They discovered that they were all created by a biogenetics firm called Tabula Rasa and are possessed of the same souls as previous Gen 13 superhumans. Well, that's a little interesting. Here's the big screen plot. It's all about the origins, especially with a story as complex as Gen 13. Reams of backstory crowd the comics, with various reboots and canon-departing stories, meaning there's a lot to squeeze in. But a streamlined team-assembling plot that has the kids attempting to take down Tabula Rasa should set the scene for a franchise. Dreamcast. All unknown. It's more effective that way. Directed by Edgar Wright. This is uh, GamesRadar.com, by the way. I never heard of this site. Have you? No. I thought this was a gaming... No. That's, uh, again... Not overly weird, but that if you did the 90s version, like like that picture, yeah, yeah it'd be kind of weird just looking and, you know, because the 90s were weird. Yeah. It would probably make, like, a great 90s movie mm-hmm. with just shitty effects and bad acting. Yeah. Bruce Campbell would probably be in it. I mean, if you wanted a weird movie that featured more modern-day version of teenagers doing cool shit, uh, We Could Never Go Home. Yeah. I'd like to see it adapted to a movie. Yeah. Uh, also, m- many fucking movie from... Uh, Based on the Black Mask comics would be awesome, but, uh, you know, Space Riders would be great. Ooh, that'd be, oh, man. You'd have to do, like, a, almost like a Scoundrel Darkly kind of, yeah. like, just weird animation for the whole thing. That would be awesome. And then, what was that one with the terror? It was the terrorist one they did, where it was, like... A, was it, wasn't it, like, Terror Inc.? No, I'm talking about the one where the guy, uh, I think they're, like, saving animals. Hmm. Liberator, I think that's Maybe. it. Maybe. 
Uh, that was a, that was a strange one. They have a, I like Black Mask Library. They have a lot of good stories. It's just I don't know about now, but there for a while they would have they weren't putting out a lot of stuff. That's huh? the problem. It takes forever to like for them to re- release stuff. Um, next up, now this one's more up my alley. Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. Now that's just a title too. Yeah. Hey, you gonna go see that new movie? What movie? Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. I've never read any of like theirs or like the because isn't that the uh, Vader Zim guy too? I think so. Like I've never read those, and I've like I've seen some of the comic, like they or not that not the comic, but the cartoon that they did a, like a while ago. But the I don't Homicidal know. Maniac or Invader Zim? Invade, Invader Zim. I wasn't an Invader Zim guy. I didn't really care for it. Uh, it was weird though. The comic serial slasher Johnny C takes great pleasure in slicing and dicing, but what drives him as he goes about making claret splatters all over walls and ceilings? He tries to understand the strange supernatural forces that are driving him to kill. So he's killing, but he's not in control of his killing, necessarily. Big screen plot. In a dark animated flick that's definitely not for kids, we follow Johnny's journey of self-discovery. It's almost a detective noir thriller in reverse, this time from the killer's perspective. Dreamcast, Johnny Depp is the voice, directed by Tim Burton. I can see some fucking, yeah, Yeah. I'm in that for that 100%. I would like to see that movie. It'd probably be stock motion. You know what? I would actually like to see this next movie just because of the corniness. This is an old comic. The Bouncer. You ever uh, read any of The Bouncer? No, I don't think I have. This is a... Uh, look at that fucking rabbit. Do you see... <laughs> oh, with the polka dot pants? Yeah. And what is that... The, the fat guy getting hit with the tail and he's got like horns and... That woman that, that looks doesn't look like a woman but she's wearing a dress is punching him out. That's, it's just great. Oh, she's the hero, I think, of The Bouncer, right? Maybe. Let's read about it. The comic, I'm, I'm acting like I know the fucking bouncer. Like, I, yeah, I used to read this all the time back in the day. Nah, this is one of those books I remember seeing uh, in one of those random piles where it's like... Like, like at a flea market or something, yeah. probably. Because I just remember it, st- it stuck out just because obviously that cover, those covers are fucking goofy. No, not a potential screen project for Finney Jones, but a literal bouncer. Previously, the statue of Greek Titan Antaeus, the rocky sculpture comes to life and finds he has the ability to leap great distances. Soon he decides to use his powers to fight modern-day criminals. So that isn't a lady. That's just a man in a dress. Mm. I guess that's supposed to be like a Greek a to- outfit. A but it's purple and has frilly, frilly blue bottom. And it's like a skirt. It looks like a, he looks like a lady. The hair doesn't help. No. Big screen plot. Comedy caper. How could it be anything else? Revolving around Bouncer's trans- transformation from stationary resident of the Natural History Museum to rubber-soled superhero. When an evil ge- genius uses an electric pulse to ground all airborne vehicles, it's up to Bouncer to launch himself into Earth's atmosphere to stop the explosion of a bomb. Dreamcast, Mark Wahlberg, I'd like to see him in the dress, <laughs> directed by Adam McKay. Hey, hey cat, stop doing that, I'm gonna fuck you up, cat. I would like to see some uh, Marky Mark in a, in a dress fighting things as like a fake Greek god or something. I can't. I wish these weren't cropped. Just his not his nostrils getting so big yeah. from screaming. Hey, say hello to your mother for me. I wish these pictures were bigger. I can't yeah. make out what's happening. Next up, Bone. This is a weird one. Uh, the comic, award-winning fantasy series that riffs on dark ideas and bonkers humor, as three podgy white cousins, Phony, Phone, and Smiley, pitch up in a medieval village and set about fighting for good. But first, they have to conquer the dastardly lord of the locust and his terrifying rat minions. You ever read The Bone? I, I haven't, but I like I know about it. It's like one of those, like, 
evergreen, like uh, especially young adult kind of things. Like I've yeah. get, like I've got that book for my friends' kids, right? Because you know they would they were in the right. It's something I want to read because I think it's one of those things that's good for like all ages. Mm. Like you know what I mean? If you're just looking for like a kind of like that Farley and the Goblin yeah. series we covered yeah, just a long kinda, time ago, just kind of like a fun adventure, you know. You're more of a, a tights and speedos comic kind of guy, right? Um, I mean, yeah, but I also, you know, I get my fair share of stuff from like from Image and some other smaller. You publishers. do read a lot, of, like the weird crime books and gross. They it, that. It, it's what 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 it is is a lot of times now I'm you go by my, writers. Um, yeah, I'm fo- I'm following creators. So yeah, writers and artists. Some a lot of times they go on big like you know they do you know big T work for a while and then. You know, then they'll take a couple months or whatever and do their own, like, you know, the creator-own stuff or something at Image, like, you know, so it just kind of depends on what they're doing. That's why you're reading that uh, Jeff Loeb Minnie Mouse erotica series, right? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Big screen plot. The Bone fellas head to the big city where they bump into similar critters, the Smurfs. After Brainy Smurf and Smurfette show them the ropes, (laughs) Smurf, including how to sneak under tube barriers and snatch money out of purses. Phony Phone and Smiley start to worry that the city has corrupted the wee blue ones, and it's up to them to eradicate them one by one. So they're going to murder the Smurfs. I don't know if you could do that, though. Uh, you have to get, like, because, uh, like, who owns the Smurfs? I, I have no idea. Uh, Dreamcast. This is a unique uh, cast here. Will Ferrell, Paul Giamatti, Kate Hudson, directed by Peter Jackson, of all people. Well, because you figure it's probably going to be a lot of CG animated kind of stuff. Mm. So Now, this next one I also would really like to see as a movie. Oh, yeah. Why? Well, the Last Man. Well, this needs to be a TV series, if anything. Yeah, that'd be better as actually like a Netflix series or a, even like an AMC. We've got Why the Last Man, the comic. Uh, here's one that may actually get made into a movie, even if it's taking its time getting here. First published in 2002. I didn't realize it was that old. The comic follows the last man alive and his accompanying monkey after every male mammal on Earth is rendered inexplicably extinct. Big screen plot. We've taken about four cracks at the screenplay, says director DJ Caruso. It's been a really rough one, only because there's so much that you cover and trying to narrow it down is a problem. Let's make it easy then. Just do the exact opposite of I Am Legend. <laughs> Dreamcast. No. Shia LaBeouf. No. Directed by G.J. Caruso. No, that's a fucking nightmare. Why don't you like Shia LaBeouf? Because I don't need his fucking weirdness, like, destroying a perfectly good TV show or movie. Well, who would you cast? I don't know. Shia LaBeouf did really good in that uh, Peanut Butter Falcon movie. But I I think he's too gone now. Maybe like if it was younger, like Transformer Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. But now he's like grizzled and he has a giant chest tattoo. And I don't think he could do. Who would you pick now for that role? Because that guy wasn't like a, a macho hero or anything. No. He was kind of uh, your typical slightly nerdy, random... Michael Sarah type, but not Michael Sarah. That's too. You know who could probably do a good good job? Brandon Ralph. I don't think he's too old. Maybe, maybe, yeah, he's probably kind of old now. But I, he again, another one who's too old, but would have probably worked as Justin Long. Yeah, he. It's, yeah, Justin Long would have been kind of cool. I don't know who's the young version of those guys now. Like Hollywood. Are there any? Zach Efron, but he's all like buff and bearded now, so no. How, like, how old do you think Zac Efron is now? 30, probably. I don't know. Next up, Black Hole, the one you uh, would not fucking finish reading. How could it's very anybody, weird. How did anybody she, watch this? How did you not like this? There's a vagina on that girl's foot. It's 
Spencer. There's a vagina on that girl's neck and what looks to be a vagina on the bottom of somebody's penis. Yeah. How do, I don't understand. A book where your foot like, gets like, a vagina and I you're like, like no, you, I can't read that. I like how you're like, I think this is what happened. I, you, you, you actually read the whole thing. I did and I don't remember anything because <laughs> it was your, so weird. Because your mind blocked it out because it didn't want you to go insane. I find when I read black and white comics, I tend to not retain the information as well for some reason. Really? Well, yeah, I think that's strange, but I, I don't know. Some, I think my mind just kind of like... Even, like, black and white movies, too, it's kind of the same. Whereas, like, oh, I enjoyed that, I think. Like, I just kind of, <laughs> like, I don't know. I just, like, the like the pictures, like, obviously there's vagina, feet, feet, and weird stuff. But I kind of just look at them and keep going because uh, without the color, it's not, you know, and the shading and the, it, I don't know. It just doesn't draw my attention as well. Now, some comics, like Sin City, are a little different. Yeah. Like Sin City, I'm like, oh, okay, I can dig that. Uh, the comic, 12-issue series set in suburban Seattle, where a group of sexually active teenagers all contract a teen plague that causes horrific mutations. Pretty soon, they're all outcast and congregate at a com- at a commune in the woods where nobody will judge them on their bizarre appearance. Uh, big screen plot, growing pangs a- aplenty in a 70s horror by way of freaks and geeks. As the teen bug takes hold and ruins many a teenager's life, one afflicted teen decides to take it upon himself to rid the town of the menace, first by cutting off his own gross, and then attacking... How do you cut out a vagina? That'd be, that'd be difficult. Like, maybe you get a really stupid, Like, a really... Yeah, uh, ice, ice cream scooper. Anyway, first by cutting out his own gross, and then attach, attacking others in a renegade mission. Note, David Fincher and Alexandra Aha have both been attached to direct. Dreamcast, Stephen R. McQueen, Lighten Meester... I don't like her. Basically, any pretty TV talent, it'd be fun to see made horrifically ugly. I agree. Directed by Neil Blomkamp. And uh, that's a perfect movie because you can throw in as much diversity as you want and give them all kinds of vaginas. I like it. Now, that was a really weird series, though. I would have to... That's the one I'd have to, like, reread because it was... I mean... Maybe you can get Asher copy and you can use that for one of your, like... Um... I, don't, I don't think he'd dig it. I don't think he had, like, all the vagina feet. Like, if you couldn't read it, well, I, I don't think he's going to read it. Uh, he might. Maybe right up his alley. I don't know. He likes weird stuff. We Three. This is a uh, Grant Morrison book. I can tell by the fucking kangaroo, the mecha kangaroos. <laughs> and what's with the fucking rabbits? Is that blood or something holding them? Um, and that's a cat in a mech suit, right? Yeah. I, I haven't read it. It's a me well... Read the thing and then... The comic, a western manga. We three is a squad of prototype animal weapons including bandit, a dog, tinker, a cat, and pirate, a rabbit. So that is not a kangaroo. It looks like more like a kangaroo to me. Uh, who all have pseudo-robocop exoskeletons. When they escape captivity, they have to evade reincarnation. Luckily, their body armor repels things like machine guns. So that is very weird. Yeah. Big screen plot. Transformers meets cats and dogs, but you know, good. There's no way to treat this premise seriously, so how about a bloody grindhouse-style mashup that's aimed squarely at adults and has its tongue planted firmly against its cheek? Take the above plot and gore and a cackling villain. Add gore and a cackling villain, rather. Dreamcast, Mary Louise Parker for voice of Tinker, Josh Brolin for voice of Bandit, and Whoopi Goldberg for voice of Pirate, Christopher Lloyd as the villain. Christopher Lloyd's like 90 years old. <laughs> like, leave the man alone. He ain't gonna be no... Directed by Gareth Edwards. Uh, I actually don't like the fucking movie idea they had there. 
I don't see that making a good movie yeah. unless it's animated. Yeah. That'd well, be too CGI heavy. I would originally think, like, that's weird. I don't know how they do that. But then after watching, like, two seasons of Happy on Sci-Fi, which is also another weird Grant Morrison-like uh, thing, so... Yeah, but yeah, it'd probably have to be heavy CG or animated, I would think. Mm-hmm. Or maybe one of those adult cartoons. Mm, I'll be alright with that. I didn't check the date on this article, so uh, I don't know if they mentioned that this is already was a series. But next up is Preacher, the comic, Hypnotic Collisions of Faith and Fucking, as an angel-demon hybrid is loosed on the world and possessed the body of the heart done by Reverend Jesse Custer, aided by assassin lover Tulip and Irish vampire Cassidy, Custer sets out on a mission to find God and make him pay for turning his back on humanity. Big screen plot. As rich and multi-textured as Preacher is, it also lends itself to a franchise thanks to the completeness of its first 26 issues. The rest of the comic story from there on in could easily be divided up into sequels. Note, Sam Mendes has long been attached to a film adapt, but has yet to get in into production. Dreamcast James Martson, directed by Sam Mendes. Um, again, that's Septem- already a Seth Rogen series. September 10th, 2010. So, oh, that's old, are, yeah. Yeah, article's like 10 years old. I only watched the first season of Preacher and I liked it. Obviously a big, uh, you know, change from the comic, but I just like what they did. Yeah. And I watched some, uh, things online about when, uh, Assface goes to hell and all that. Yeah. Uh, it seemed like it was very interesting. Again... I just had to make shows like you know, I just yeah, too I, much to, I, too much media to follow. I never ended up watching whatever the third or fourth, whatever the yeah. last season was. I never got around to watching it. See, the comic was so good. Like that is one of those it's instances where like, the comic was so good that even though I don't mind if they make changes, I'm just like I'm I'm good. Yeah, like I, I enjoyed the original content enough. I don't have to watch the show. Uh, this I also really like yeah. this series Ex Machina. The comic Mitchell Hundred turns into the Great Machine after an explosion at Brooklyn Bridge. Trans- after explosion at the Brooklyn Bridge, they forgot the word. Hmm. Transforms him into a walking, talking human motherboard with the ability to control and communicate with mechanical devices, cars, phones, and guns. He becomes the world's first superhero. Then, when he helps out during 9/11 rescue attempts, he's elected mayor of New York City. That was a good series. I really enjoyed it. Uh, big screen plot. The politics is the interesting stuff here, and its combination with the superhero stuff is Ex Machina's calling card. So let's have a flashback riddle plotline that sees Hundred facing a new foe in his office who he once had to fight as a superhero. Dreamcast, Edward Norton, I do not agree. Directed yeah. by John Favreau. I mean, um, the, he could probably do a decent job directing it, but yeah, I don't know. I think, mean, and I like Edward Norton, but I don't think... He's just a little too old now. Yeah. And, I mean, I guess it did. I mean, well, again, 2010, Edward Norton may have been a little different. Uh, who wrote that comic? It was... Brian K. Vaughn. Man, he's just... He makes some good series. Well, that's why, like, a lot of he... That's why, like, a, he hasn't had a lot of comic book work because he's been working on, like, shows and movies yeah. and stuff now. Even though I haven't read it, you know what would probably make a really good show? Saga. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't read it either because they, they went so. to 50... And they were going to take a year-long hiatus, and that was, like, two years ago. So, I was like, I, I bought the first volume, and then I was like, I'm not buying it anymore until it comes back. Mm-hmm. Because, especially, too, because, like, I've heard, like, the, the 50th issue ends on, like, a big cliffhanger. Yeah. Uh, did you ever finish Descender? I finished Descender, 
And I have the first volume of Ascender. It's like the next series. Yeah. And then I I have the first volume I haven't read yet. And then I have Colin holding the second volume for me whenever. After I move, you have to let me borrow those. Oh, yeah. Because I, you know, I was collecting the individual issues. And I had the first story arc. Um, but I never finished the series. But I really liked that. Yeah. Like, it was good yeah, one. just let me know. Um, oh, that was the end of that wonderful article. No, no there's a whole other page. Oh. Well, we can edit that out, and that could be the end of it. God damn it, Spencer! Why do you have to be so astute? Well, because you know somebody's gonna be like, actually, guys, you didn't do eighteen comics. Actually, <laughs> well, I already fucking lost the article. Next page. Well, let me just see what's on the next page. Jar of Fools, the Authority. My mm, thing won't load. The Authority would not ever would not get made now just because of the whole Warren Ellis thing. The Demon. Ooh, that looks like a good one. I will read the demon. The comic. You want weird? You got it. The lead character here is the demonic Etrigan, summoned by Merlin and chained inside the body of Jason Blood. An ally of the evil sorcerer is Morgane Le Fay. Fast forward a few centuries and Blood is still battling with his dual identity, forever up against the demon in his chest. Big screen plot. Think a demonic version of Hulk with added sweeping period settings. Hello, Camelot. And a tortured hero literally battling the demons within. Dreamcast, Mickey Rourke, directed by Sam Raimi. I like the director, and uh, that looks like actually a cool comic. The other ones I don't care about so much. You you know who I think would do better than that? Because it mostly, at least for like the, like, you know, you can have the actor for the normal person, but whenever it goes into the demon. Ron Perlman. Yes. <laughs> yes. How did I know? It, do you just cast Ron Perlman in things because he's kind of weird looking? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> especially whenever you gotta do stuff like that because then you don't really have to see him or he just has to do the voice. Hey, Ron, you're a little strange looking. You know what you'd be good for? This giant demon monster. I'm just waiting for them to do like a remake of like Beauty and the Beast and then this time be like, you know what, guy? We don't even have to put any makeup on you. You're good to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, are there any comics that you would add to that list? Um, a weird comic that I'm currently, uh, started reading is, uh, Chew. It's about this detective who's, uh, I'm not sure how you pronounce it, because it's, like, one of those weird words, especially, like, in comics that you read, and you're like, I don't know if that's the proper way to say that. Um, but basically, he's, like, a food psychic, to where when anything that he can eat, like, say he he eats an apple, he can tell, like what tree it got picked from and, like, Mm. how, like, you know, how it grew and stuff like that. Or, like, if he has, like, a hot dog, he can see the pig getting grind up and stuff like that. Yeah. So, the only thing that he doesn't ever uh, give him that is beets. Beets doesn't do it. Yeah, so he eats, like, eats and drinks a lot of beets. But so, anyways... He's a um, like is he Doug funny? Huh? Is he Doug funny? <laughs> Doug, remember? yeah, remember Doug? That's all he ate was beets. Oh yeah, yeah, that was the hip food. Yeah, no, he's not Quail Man. <laughs> uh, but so like uh, one on a Jack. Bandit. I just started the third volume, but it's like it's a lot of weird like food. Like there's other people. Like there's this lady who can um, she's a food critic who whenever you read her review, you can actually like taste. The food and stuff. Ooh. And in the issue, in the issue they introduced her, she got in trouble because she wrote, she was writing, uh, like bad reviews that were just making people all over the city vomit and stuff like that. But yeah, there's a whole bunch of weird, and like, uh, uh, this is an older book, so like, um, uh, they're kind of playing off like the whole bird flu thing from there, and like, mm. so like, chickens outlawed, and so like, like, 
underground chicken is like a big like a black market right. thing and, and like the audience is just real kind of like goofy and experimental it, it, it's pretty good i think that could work as a as a series interesting just for fun if you folks have any crazy comic ideas you'd like to see in movie form go ahead and shoot us a fucking synopsis of it and you know come up yeah. with your own movie idea we'd love to read we'll read it on there fuck it yeah what else we gotta do nothing keep up from coming up with something I'm sick of coming up with ideas come that. up with our, our uh, content for us please do our job for us ah <laughs> uh, poopies um anyway if you would like to check out our writing and other stuff that we put out probably you can go to drunkenpenwriting.com we have a twitter and you can uh Follow us on there and send us pictures of, uh, I don't know, like nice kitties and fluffy doggies Whoa. and stuff. Whoa. And uh, maybe like cute penguins. Nah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that's uh, drunk pen writing. Uh, if you want to follow Spencer and send him also kitties, but of a different variety, <laughs> you can. No, no, I'm not giving you information out, you scoundrel. You scallywag. Um, we also have Instagram and, uh, Facebook, right? Yeah. I still use that, I guess. Get a lot of comments on there, I think. The Book of Faces. Faces. That'd be better if it was the Book of Faces. <laughs> it was just, like, really creepy. No, anyway. Uh, it's Drunk, drunk and Pen Writing as well on those. That was a terrible outro. It's <laughs> not as good as our intro. I'm gonna just start pre-recording outros and just <laughs> slapping them on all the time. <laughs> that would be a good idea. <laughs> Maybe some fucking sweet jazz in the background. Uh... Anyway, our next episode after this will probably be in the new place, so... Probably another bullshit episode, probably. I, I would imagine <laughs> that first episode is not going to be such great sound quality. Uh, we'll see. You're going to have to play with all the knobs again and get them where you're going to have to get your knobs right. I'm just going to glue the knobs. Uh, yeah. See you later.